Well, folks, Shaw Jerry Adams, Arish, Ogus Morris Gratis, Oligum, Gowil Shibsha, Gumoy. Monday last was International Day of Solidarity with Palestine, and solidarity vigils and demonstrations took place across Belfast, in Dublin, across many other parts of Ireland, and around the world. And these acts of solidarity are very important. They are a reminder to the Palestinian people that they're not alone, that they're not forgotten. Despite the many governments who continue to shamefully ignore the brutality of the Israeli apartheid system and the ill-treatment of the Palestinian people, there are millions of citizens who sympathize and support their efforts to achieve freedom and self-determination. The challenges which the people of Palestine face are enormous. In April of this year, Human Rights Watch published a scathing report on the policies and actions of the Israeli state. In a threshold crossed, Israeli authorities and the crimes of apartheid and prosecution and persecution it became the first major international human rights organization to accuse the Israeli government of committing the crime of apartheid and of responsibility for crimes against humanity. This report concluded that in its determination to maintain control over Palestinian people, their land and resources, the Israeli government has dispossessed, confined, forcibly separated and subjugated Palestinians by virtue of their identity to varying degrees of intensity. In certain areas, all described in this report, these deprivations are so severe that they amount to crimes against humanity, the crimes of apartheid and persecution. The Israeli government's response has been to escalate its repression. Two months ago, it accused six well-known internationally respected human rights groups many funded by the UN, the European Union, and some by the Irish government, have been terrorist organisations. The six organisations are Adam Mir, which focuses on providing support for prisoners, men, women and children, Al-Hag, which has a special consultative status with the United Nations Economic and Social Council, the Bazan Centre for Research and Development, the Union of Agricultural Work Committee, and the Union of Palestinian Women's Committees. The Child's Right Organisation, Defence for Children International, stroke Palestine as one of those outlawed. It is part of the Defence for Children International, an international child's right movement. As part of DCI, it holds consultative status in the UN Economic and Social Council, UNICEF, UNESCO and the Council of Europe. In its work, it highlights the continued imprisonment of children by the Israeli authorities. The Israeli human rights group, Betzlem, which expressed its solidarity with our Palestinian colleagues, described the Israeli government's assault on these human rights groups as an act of characteristic 
which is characteristic of totalitarian regimes with the clear purpose of shutting down these organizations. Human Rights Watch and Amnesty International condemned the actions of the Israeli government. Crucially, the investigative work of the six banned organizations has contributed to the case to be open for criminal investigations by the International Criminal Court against Israel. In March, the ICC announced its decision to begin a criminal investigation. There can be no doubt that the banning of the six human rights groups is an attempt to silence them, to silence organizations that would provide evidence to this new investigation. The solidarity protests on Monday are a reminder to the Palestinian people that they're not forgotten about and to the Israeli authorities that however hard they oppress the Palestinian people, there is widespread international support for them all. And remember, while the Palestinians are unfree, all of us are unfree. Here in our own place, the drive for Irish unity keeps gathering pace. Opinion polls, and I'm no great fan of opinion polls, they're, they're a, a glimpse into the public mood at a given moment. They can change dramatically. And for those who are doing well in party political opinion polls, there's no guarantee of success in future elections. And that's why I rarely pay much attention publicly to them. But last weekend, our Red Sea poll for the Sunday Business Post looked at public attitudes in the South to the issue of a United Ireland, a Citizens' Assembly and other matters. For those campaigning for Irish unity, the poll confirms that the debate on unity has increased and is a priority issue for many people. Despite the refusal of Antishok, Michal Martin to plan for or to organise a considered discussion on the issue of unity, 60% of people polled are ready to vote in favour of a united Ireland if it took place today. 62% also believe that the Irish government should start planning for a united Ireland and that it should do so now. Now, for my own part, I'm not surprised with this. It has consistently for decades now been my view that the majority of people in the South are for unity. The details, the conditions are a different matter. But most people favour an end to partition and favour self-government for the people of this island. And that's been my experience. Michal Martin has point blank refused to hold the Citizens' Assembly to discuss the many issues that must inevitably be part of any discussion on unity. 65% of those polled believe that this Citizens' Assembly should be established. Other matters such as the flag, the anthem, the place of unionist and a cabinet, the continuation of power sharing in the North and the New Ireland all point to matters about which there is no clear view. And that's entirely reasonable. Reunification is a big step. Merging two economies, tax systems, health systems, education systems, planning for the environment in the midst of a climate crisis, accommodating the many different views of what the new Ireland should look like, 
and in particular the warm place for unionists within it, are all huge issues, all important issues, that point to the need for dialogue and a willingness to compromise. And only a planned conversation involving all of those who wish to participate can hope to find solutions to these issues. One thing is for sure. We Republicans are not about the South taking over the North, or vice versa. We're about self-determination and a new society, citizen-centred and rights-based. We're for a genuinely New Ireland based on equality. The Red Sea poll is more evidence that the issue of Irish unity is now front and centre, and that the Irish government cannot continue, though it will endeavour to do so, it cannot continue to hide from it. And finally, I'm reading, actually by now finished reading, Colin Broderick's That's That, uh, an evocative memoir and account of growing up in Altnamuskan in County Tyrone at the height of the conflict. And Colin's mother and her efforts to protect her brood are at the heart of this story. Her that's that as she lays down the law and the final word or words in any dispute, dispute with young Colin give the book its title. And one little cameo Colin tells of getting slapped at school. He describes the strap as a 20 inch length of thick leather, but an inch and a half wide, worn smooth from years of skin contact. He goes on to describe how the teacher ordered him to have to hold his hand out, palm upwards, as he struck him forcibly across the hand with the strap. By coincidence, Richard and I were discussing corporal punishment a few days before I read this. I don't recall now how that came into the conversation, but that's the way with conversations between Richard and me. They're inclined to meander. When I read Colin's account of being slapped, I was back again getting called to the front of the class while the teacher fetched his strap from the drawer in his desk and ordered me to extend my hand. Whack! Whack! Two slaps with a normal punishment for messing about in class. One on each hand. Six of the best was reserved for more serious offences like giving cheek to the teacher. The first slap was always the worst. There's the initial shock as the strap met and meets your extended palm. Sometimes the leather catches you across the fingers. After that, the hand goes numb except when the strap catches your thumb. That leaves your hand stinging and brings tears to your eyes. Some boys cried. I was stubborn. I also didn't get slapped too often. Sometimes the teacher would yank a boy to his feet by grabbing his earlobe or the lock of hair alongside his ear. Some threw objects at boys I suspected of messing about at the back of the class. The blackboard duster with its wooden base was a favourite projectile. So were rulers, usually made of wood. Sometimes they were used also instead of straps. Corporal punishment was the norm in those days, in the home as well as schools, although more enlightened parents or teachers would not dream of striking a child. Corporal punishment was also part of community justice, 
during the conflict. So we're all capable of striking out in anger or pain when we're provoked or under threat or when our loved ones are under threat. There are very few saints amongst us or pacifists. But it's good that corporal punishment is no longer tolerated in our schools or anywhere else. Managing a class of unruly boys or girls is a challenge. Teachers do their best, nowadays as well as back in the day. And most of us can name a teacher who made a positive difference in our lives. When Richard and I were discussing these matters, I asked him who supplied the straps. Richard, who was a student teacher, didn't know. He says he never slapped anyone. His incarceration in Long case saved young scholars from that indignity. Maybe it saved Richard also. But who made the straps? Was it local cobblers? There were local cobblers in those days. Or were they supplied centrally? Did the brothers have special supplies? Was there a template, a recommended size, shape or length of strap? Was slapping part of teacher training? Were young teachers advised on what offences warranted slaps? Was there guidance on how many slaps were appropriate? So I leave all of these questions to you. Colin Broderick's That's That is published by broadwaypaperbacks.com and I think we'll go out this week with uh, Christy, Christy Moore and Dreading September in school. Gunyurian Talev, Slan, Lipsha, Slan, Awalya. Well, I was lured by the rockin' her sweets and the bula bus fifty while boys to were low. Sing la la bella, the dish ran away with the spoon. Black shoes and stockings for those who say don't, blue is the colour outside. God made the world, the snake tempted Eve and she died. Wild Christian brothers sharpening their leathers, learn it by heart, that's the rule. All I remember is dreading September in school. Oh, when they made me for better or worse, the fool that I am or the wise man I'll be, and they gave me their blessings or curse. It wasn't their fault, I was me. Not the one that you see. The priest in confession condemns my obsession with thoughts that I do not invite. I mumble and stutter, he slams down the shutter. Good night, good night, you too, father. Stainless as steel, you know how I feel. Someone shoot me while my sword is clear. I don't think I last, but my vow to abstain was sincere. Arch confraternity men to the fight. Raise up your banners and high. Searching for grace, securing me place when I die. Oh, when they made me for better or worse, the fool that I am or the wise man I'll be, and they gave me their blessings or curse. It wasn't their fault, I was me, not the one that you see. Oh, God, he kept a very close eye on me. He hung round me bed in the darkness, he spied on me, cut me in the long grass so often he died on me. Ballrooms of romance and salt hill and mallow I stood like John Wayne by the wall Lined up like cattle, we wait to do battle and fall Ah, you can't wine and dine her in an old Morris minor Ask her before it's too late 
I danced on girls' toes, accepted rejection as my fate. The rink was my saviour, it made me much braver, but I couldn't hold it too well. I slipped in the coach, it ruined me a porch when I fell. Oh, when they made me for better or worse, the fool that I am or the wise man I'll be, and they gave me their blessings or curse. It wasn't their fault, it was me, not the one that you see. The very close I am me. Oh God, he kept the very close I am me. The God, he kept the very close I am me. Oh God, he kept the very close I am me.